what it takes to be human. I'll be joined by some very special guests along the way who will be bravely reflecting on their own personal experiences and sharing what tools they use to stay aligned. The body-mind relationship is an evolutionary storehouse for all of life's potential. So join me, it's time to align. Remember to join the Align family over on Facebook or Instagram. Simply search at align underscore massage. to align. I hope you're all keeping safe and well. So let us just get into the groove and take a moment to settle into this episode together. So with me, take a deep breath in through the nose. Bring the shoulders up to meet the ears and with a big exhale out of the mouth, drop the shoulders and just have a quick wiggle with me. Now, this episode really doesn't need much of an introduction. I talk with my very good friend, Lucy Rowland, who, like me, works with the body and has a background in dance. Her interests over recent years have shifted, and she speaks openly about how she has used these learning experiences for the positive during the current pandemic. Now, apologies in advance for my giggles and cackling, which tend to take place throughout this conversation. I really hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, let's see exactly what Lucy had to say about life and her experience of lockdown, which continues to push us all into an alternative way of living. (laughs) Hello, Lucy. (laughs) I am with Lucy today and... I'm going to dive straight in for this all one. All right, all right. Introduce yourself. My name's Lucy Rowland. <laughs> I am a yoga teacher by trade, mm-hmm. marketeer, mm-hmm. also by trade, many fingers and many pies. <laughs> yes. Many roots to hustle. <laughs> um, however, I feel like yoga teacher puts me in a little bit of a box mm. and actually... There's a lot more to me than that. Grew up with loads of movement in my life, always danced from a really young age. So I have a real sense of kind of movement, breath, feeling, how everything combines together. Body work, breath work, everything. So yeah, I don't actually know if I could give myself one name or what would be on my CV. Don't really know. What would encompass it. Exactly. Yeah. But that's what I love about you because yeah. so many <laughs> fingers and so many pies. Yeah. So, so today, obviously, is a chance to kind of talk about how you have navigated your way through this pandemic. Mm. Um, but also just like what has led you to doing what you do now and the coping me- mechanisms behind how you survive, essentially. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you a question. That question being, how are you feeling right now? I'm actually feeling pretty good. I actually feel quite good. Since the first lockdown in March, that did throw me a bit because I spent two years busting my ass to try and get (laughs) loads of classes in yoga studios and then all the yoga studios they're closed so having to pivot quite 
drastically and sort of relearn mm. how to communicate with people, how to help people feel into what's going on in their own bodies. Mm. The virus screen was a little bit of a a weird one. But since then, I've really focused on myself and I've never put that much time into focusing on myself before. I feel really grounded. I feel really centred. Yeah. I feel like I'm on the right path. It's so nice. Everything's happening for a reason. Yeah. I've done some fantastic trainings with different people. Which you're still doing now. Yeah, which well. I'm still doing now. Yeah. Um, yoga Nidra with a guy called Craig Norris. He's a very well-respected teacher of mine. And doing Yoga Nidra training with him has just like opened up this whole experience of being able to welcome yourself being able to show up for yourself and welcome whatever arises yeah within i love you. that and just being able to accept how you feel at that time and know that that is a part of you and you can cherish the downs yeah and the society just puts all of these things in like a that's a down emotion or that's a negative emotion mm. actually like they're just sensations that move yeah. through the body. And I think that, like, you just said, show up for yourself. Yeah. And I think that that is such a... I don't think I've ever, like, heard it phrased like that, yeah. really, because it, it really is just about showing up for yourself. That's the thing. And I think at the start of lockdown, everyone put a lot of pressure on themselves to be like, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do a 5K every day and meditate for 20 minutes. Yeah. And, like, obviously you don't do that because it's, like, not realistic for yeah. to do those things yeah. in lockdown. But just taking each day as it comes, spending time in the morning, waking up, not looking at my phone straight away. Mm. How do I feel today? What do I need to do today? Sometimes it's like a rocket yoga class for nine minutes that makes me sweat. Sometimes it's a hit class. Sometimes it's having a bath. And sometimes it's doing absolutely nothing at all and sitting on the sofa on my ass. But I'm doing those things mindfully. Meditation is whatever works for you, which mm. could be... One of my other dear teachers, Jambo, he'd say, you've got to meditate for 28 minutes and 8 seconds because that's the time it takes for your body's energy to replenish from, right. a, from a Taoism, an energetic standpoint from Chinese medicine, which is great, but a lot of people can't do that. Sometimes I don't feel like doing that. So that day, boxing is my meditation. Yeah. Or yeah. running might be, mm. or, you know... Choosing something that works for you. It doesn't yeah. have to be like the stereotypical thing. You mentioned meditation and obviously in the last episode I spoke to Simone. Yeah. And she said that she felt like teaching is a form of meditation yeah, exactly. for her. And that when she does it, she she like transcends. Um, do you feel the same way? Yeah, I would. So meditation is essentially not about clearing the mind, is it? It's about focusing your attention on one thing so whether that is watching your breath for 10 minutes you're focusing your attention on your breath which means the other thoughts mm -hmm. <laughs> good bad whatever, whatever you want to call them yeah. disappear into the background so you have this clear point of vision and this clear focused attention so it can definitely relate to what Simone is talking about that's what yoga does it's mm -hmm. the same thing it's a moving meditation mm. there's so much going on all the time what pose or asana you're in, what you're doing with your breath, where are you looking, that there's no actual time to think about anything else. Mm -hmm. And then that is the 
mindfulness side of yoga is this focused attention. So yeah. definitely when I teach, I do feel that. What does the word align mean to you? Align means to me a state of balance, equilibrium, being grounded. Because I think when this there's this mind-body connection, you can tune into what's going on in the body, you can feel what's going on, and you have a sense of like peace with that from like mm. a connected standpoint. Then you then you are then allowing yourself to be like completely grounded and I've used the same phrase again, but you're able to show up as you are, mm. no matter what that state is on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pretty much physically and mentally impossible to be hundred percent like balanced the entire time. Yeah, because yeah. this like fluctuations come and go if you're just trying to force yourself into this state i mean you'll probably never get there and life is full of like yeah exactly and life is literally full of peaks and troughs exactly just every day ride, ride the way ride the way like just yesterday enjoy it. Yeah. i think yeah at the minute especially in lockdown it is just about taking it every day as it comes don't not having loads of expectation on on yourself and mm. just doing what feels right for you that day and that's kind of how I approach my yoga classes as well that when you first go into that first downward facing dog are you just moving in a way that you normally bend one knee bend the other knee and have a little pedal out the legs or do you just take a moment in down dog take a deep breath and actually oh, I actually need to move in a different way today my body's mm. feeling that different yeah so that approach to movement is kind of the same approach to the way I'm trying to live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the moment. Do you know what though? From uni, our teacher Kayla said something. She said something once that has like really stuck with me. Go on. We were stretching once, yeah. and I think we must have been, like, in second, like, in a straddle on the floor and, like, trying to creep ourselves forward to, like, be flat, like, mm. pancake flat. And she went, breathe deeply. <laughs> it's not pain, it's just sensation. Yeah! Do you <gasps> and when you're teaching yoga and you might be going into, like, some more deeper, more challenging poses, just saying that, do you associate that sensation with pain absolutely you come out of that mind frame mm. and it's the same how you'd approach emotions if you're like really upset about something and then you're like for god's sake i'm so upset i can't believe i've done that you're just you're making it worse for yourself if mm. you're just like well okay that was just like a sensation that arose and now it's gone yeah <laughs> family over on Facebook or Instagram. Simply search at align underscore massage. Our aim is to enhance your health and well-being. Our treatments are for everyone, from those who want to prevent injuries and maintain a healthy mind-body relationship, as well as for those with chronic pain or injuries. Help us to reach others virtually during these unprecedented times by sharing this episode and leaving a review. Now, let's get back to the juicy stuff. past personal experiences mm. 
we're going deep. Mm-hmm. How past personal experiences have influenced the way that you have dealt with this pandemic? Um, or perhaps they haven't at all. I don't... I don't know. I think think that past personal experiences were affecting me before the pandemic. Okay. That's Um, interesting. Because I kind of felt... Well, when I was growing up, everyone kind of has this bit of pressure. I think it's like the school system that we're in and that you've got to achieve certain grades and get into uni and then like you get so concerned with like making sure you're in the right box in terms of like the people you hang out with and like all of that kind of thing that when I did my teacher training and eventually quit my full-time job I was so stressed about people have got to like me people have got to like all of my classes I need to get asked back to the studios I need people to come back Mm. to my classes what if they don't give me a good review and like you put so much pressure on yourself for like succeeding when actually that was taken away from me I realized that uh, that doesn't matter before when I was so solely focused on teaching in in studios Mm. I felt like I had to teach what the punters <laughs> were expecting and what they yeah wanted, wanted me to teach. Yeah. So people are paying a lot of money to come to yoga classes in London, mm. and you want to give them like what they want essentially. But actually, reining that back and focusing on okay, what do I actually want to teach? I can call my classes online, whatever I want to call them. I've got one that's slow flow and yoga nidra, and one Friday morning movement, which is just about opening the body and activating the places that people are generally a little bit lazy with yeah like our glutes and mm-hmm. our yeah <laughs> muscles down the back of our <laughs> spine so um I've managed to kind of like okay well what do I want to teach that is going to come from a place of authenticity I guess mm-hmm. so then I feel I do feel way more comfortable teaching what I teach now than I did before the pandemic yeah so actually the lockdowns served me quite well. One of my friends, Laura, woo, Laura, <laughs> shout out, Laura, said to me today. She texted me and she said, "Oh, don't feel guilty about it because it's not like you haven't put in the work. Like you you've go. worked hard to one have success in what you teach and what you do mm-hmm. and what you want to do, and work so hard that you've earned enough money to do extra trainings and worked as in." the work in a larger sense is in the self-work and the yeah. work on yourself. So it's not like, you know, I'm just lucky. Like, I have <laughs> you've put absolutely, the work in. Absolutely, you've put the graft in. Yeah. And it's interesting that you you referred to your self-development yeah, um, yeah. as work. Exactly. Because it absolutely is. I'm not going to, like... And it's ongoing work. Like, that work is never going to stop. Oh, yeah. Then, like, healing yourself never stops. I join a talking circle on a Wednesday night with my teacher, Ellie DiMartino. Shout out, Ellie. <laughs> Sorry, girl. <laughs> Ellie. Um, and she did this small meditation on a Wednesday night and she was like, what's your biggest fear right now? And I was like, mm, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling a bit claustrophobic in the flat. And then she went, 
now not just a little fear, what is actually your biggest fear? I was going to say, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, it's definitely <laughs> not, not just being a bit claustrophobic. Like, everyone's got cabin fever. Yeah. But then it's, it's that extra layer of stuff that you just cover up with, like, trivial stuff. Mm. So you just, mm. like, kind of walking around being like, yeah, like, I'm really fine. Like, I've been, I've been in really good. It's like, are you, though? And then that checking in. And it's almost kind of the the asking why to yourself a lot of the time. Mm. Or, yeah, are you, though? Maybe you're not. And then you start to, like, dive into, like, some deeper work. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, it. that can seem scary. Yeah. And I think that's why so many people do suppress. Yeah, that resistance. That, yeah, exactly, resistance. It is scary to go there. But I think this idea of welcoming every part of you in whatever manifestation or form that takes mm. is how you can start to, like, move forward. And our experiences have shaped us. And you don't have to, like, ignore the experiences that you had or have. It's like, what have I learnt? What can I move forward with? Like, this is all just, like, part of life. (laughs) It really is. It's just, like, the journey that we're all individually on. And I think it is a really brave step. I just think... I actually think it's less of a... Like, is it, like, it's less of a boo-hoo, um... <laughs> I don't won't finish the sentence. It's less of a, a boo-hoo thing to do. I'm sure that's the... I, I know what you mean. Yeah, well, Taboo? Taboo! <laughs> boo-hoo! Oh. It's less of don't a... shop there, there's a bathroom fire. <laughs> yeah, boo-hoo that guy. Um, yeah, don't... Don't no, shop no. there. But yes, I be think that... Be proud to be in therapy. <laughs> yeah, just be proud to question. Exactly. Find out what's going on with y'all's sale. Y'all's sale. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so, tools so far that we have spoken about are... Oh my God, everything. Check in with yourself. Yeah. A key takeaway, <laughs> if you remember anything from this... Takeaway yeah. tools. <laughs> Here <laughs> we go. tools. Check in with yourself. One. Don't look at your phone first thing in the morning. Two. Breathe <laughs> deeply Three. into your belly and into your room. Again, everybody all together now. <sighs> um, don't be afraid to get therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and welcome everything in. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything is a part of you. Aww. Enjoy it and embrace it. That's my five... Was that fine? Yeah, that take, was. That was fine. That was very, like... That was great. That was so great. Oh, like, write them in a comment or something on Instagram so you can remember. Yeah, it will be in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> um, so don't fear, guys. To end. Mm. Please, can you... I'm really putting you on the spot here. Could, please, could you recommend either a song, mm. a book, or a TV programme... For someone to go away, whoever's listening, can go away and do and watch or listen to um, to end their day with. Yes. On a positive note. Um, I would recommend a book that actually you bought me for my birthday. Oh. It's by Kay Tempest. It's called On Connection. Mm-hmm. And the way they word it is just... 
phenomenal mm. how we're so disconnected from what is going on around us mm. and this I've spoken about like being in your body and just how much we're all in our head mm-hmm. a whole lot of the time and actually taking the time on a also would recommend go go on a walk without your phone and actually yeah. like without listening to anything actually like Kay talks about it, looking at the trees, what do they actually look like, looking at the sky, looking at the ground that you're walking on, feeling the air on your skin, Mm -hmm. and try and re-evoke this feeling of connection to you and the things that are around you. Yeah. Like having a chat with your mate Mm. and not having something on while you're eating your dinner and actually like enjoy the food that you're putting in your body and how and try and they talk a lot about kind of getting this connection back which is yeah really lovely well thank you you're welcome it's been so nice i love you and yeah thank you so much you're enjoyed that as much as I did listening back to it and thank you for joining me this episode please do continue to like comment and share this podcast with those who you think would enjoy it and join me next episode where I'll be talking about embodiment and how our personal experiences affect the lens in which we see and behave in the world until then I hope you have a wonderful morning noon or night whichever it is currently for you right now and join me next episode on time to align Thank you.